Good morning, everyone. Don't forget, we've got seminars. Jeff Gelman Seminars. You go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Our first one is coming up in Pearson, Florida, or our next one, I should say, is coming up in Pearson, Florida on the uh, 4th and 5th of November. Pearson, Florida. common sense. Good morning, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day today. And let me just adjust my headphones. We've got a great show scheduled. We want to talk a lot about um, punishment. Hold on, what's up? I know I've got a, I've got a doctor's appointment. So thank you for refill the coffee. Thanks. You want some? Yeah. You want ice? Thank you, my love. Uh, everyone's doing great today. I really wanted to talk about um, punishment, and this word gets uh, thrown around a lot, but it seems like nobody actually knows what it um what it is so on today's show with um punishment it gets taken so much out of context so much out of context and i think the biggest issue is that people actually don't understand what it is so we're going to go over you know Concepts. Let's go over really some, you know, some quick concepts on actually punishment. The thing is that folks are thinking that it's this horrific thing that you're constantly doing to the dog, that the dog never enjoys anything in life at all, that there's no rewards at all with the dog. And thank you so much, honey. And there's so many different forms of it um, as far as ways you can apply a punisher to a dog. It's also very, very effective. Let me just give you a really small example, just a really simple example. Um, let's say you want a dog to not rush out the door. So what you do is you, you're at your front door and you put the dog into a sit and then you keep reinforcing the sit stay or the down stay. And then you've done that a lot. And now you've got a dog in a sit stay or down stay by the front door. And you keep rewarding it for holding command. By the way, this is how we train sit stays and down stays. It's like we do the same thing. So let's make sure everyone is clear on that. That's why folks, when they hear punishment, they don't think there's any rewards. FYI, 95% um, of what you are doing is reward-based training. So FYI, people like me who talk about punishment which is very critical to the success of the dog in the real world, extremely critical. What we do is we use a ton of rewards, more than most people would even fathom thinking about. Um, so you're having your dog at the down stay, you're reinforcing, you know, stay. We actually don't use the word stay, it's built in. You open up the door, close the door, open up the door, close the door, Reward the dog, open up the door. All of a sudden, the dog gets up and goes 
out Fred goes at the front door, but the dog is on a leash because when you're ever you're training anything new, the dog is on a leash. And you just hold on to the dog, you bring them back in, into the house, you put them in a sit and you put them into a down and you keep repeating this sequence of we're gonna reward you, we're gonna reward you for holding command, we're gonna reward you for holding command. And if you don't hold command, we're just gonna put grab the leash, bring you back and put you in a sit and then we'll put you in a down. And then the dog learns being in a sit and being in a down is a good thing. Makes sense, correct? That's reward. Now, actually, though, I will say, and people need to understand this, and folks that are reward only need to really, really understand this. When you grab that leash and you bring that dog in, you're actually applying a punisher to the dog. Just holding out of the leash. Keeping the dog from going outside is you have just applied a punisher. FYI. That's not the kind of punisher we would use, but you have just applied a punisher. You have actually stopped the dog from the act of roaming free. You have stopped the dog from going out the door. You applied a punisher. You have withheld forward movement from the dog. You have applied a punisher. Unfortunately, it's not effective for, for actually teaching the dog that that's a bad choice. Well, Jeff, since you're using food to reinforce the stay command, the down command, the sit command, the dog will choose that because that's a good thing. Okay. Now, we haven't even brought up leash reactivity. We haven't brought up aggression, right? We haven't, we haven't even brought that up yet. What happens if you've got a dog that's leash reactive? It's front door reactive. It's front window of your house reactive. Now what do you do? Your dog's going ballistic at the front door. Now what do you do? Your sit's your sit has been um, stopped, your down has been stopped, and now the dog's going ballistic. It's not just walking out the door. Now what do you do? You hold out of the leash, what? You bring the dog back in, and now you've got a dog that's out of control. Now what do you do? Oh. You get the dog to look at you. Oh, okay. So you're going to take a dog that's massively being reactive and you're going to have it look at you. Oh, okay. How many people have tried that? And how, how much, how many, uh, has that ever worked? I'm sure it has, but the majority of people, does it work? Does it work? Show of hands. No, it does not work. I, I choose to live in a real world. I choose to live in the real world. And it doesn't work. You're not going to take a, do a dog that goes ballistic with a practice behavior at the front door, at the front window, all of a sudden stopping reactive enough to go into command. And if you're lucky enough that you have that dog, how many times into your training program is that dog doing it? Oh, every time somebody comes, goes by? Oh, okay. Do you realize that you can stop that with one properly, properly applied punisher? Yeah. You can just stop it with one properly applied punisher. No, honk the dog. No, 
very strong leash pop. No remote collar stim. If you make it suck to be leash reactive, to suck to bark at the front door, to make it suck to run out the front door, then the dog stops. Then, but guess what? You still get to reward the dog for holding command. So, like, when people are, people that apply punishers to dogs are, are actually, we understand dog training. We know how to train dogs. We know how to create good behaviors. But you know what we're really good at? Stopping bad behaviors. And that is something that the reward-only community is not good at. Truly bad behaviors in a very quick, efficient time. Well, start farther away from the door. Well, that's not where the problem is. Now, I'm quick to say with a lot of outdoor leash reactivity, we do a lot of stuff indoors. So agree, that's not where the problem is. But how about if I told you you can have your dog right at the front door. You can have your dog right at the front window. And in three seconds, you could have your dog stopping the unwanted behavior within seconds. How about if I told you that? Why wouldn't you want to choose that? I need one to three seconds of the dog's time to teach it that that is incorrect. And now I still get to reinforce what is correct. And then eventually, once you've done enough of that, you don't have to keep rewarding the dog for making the right choice. That goes away. Now you only have to apply a consequence, which will be very minimal, very minimal for making the wrong choice. Why? Because the dog is historically 20 years, 10,000 dogs. I've got my data. I got my real world application going for me. I'm not going off studies. I'm going off the real world. I'm going off with actually working with dogs that do these things with real people, with real dogs, not in a lab. Hands-on experience that counts for something, believe it or not. It counts for more than a damn degree does. I'll tell you that much. Talk to anybody that's working in the field. They'll tell you how it's done. So for, for, for the folks that are actually doing the work, we know how it's done. And the, the, the fallout, supposable fallout for doing that, the people that are actually working in the field are not seeing it. We are not seeing it. We're not seeing relationships destroyed. We're not seeing dogs become worsely behaved. We're not seeing um, a, a, a dog all of a sudden, you know, hating dogs because you corrected it for barking at a dog. We're not seeing um, uh, uh, the dogs doing worse all around. All we're seeing is dogs doing better. That's it. We're seeing dogs learn wanted behaviors and stop unwanted behaviors. Why? Because we're dog training, proper dog training. Proper dog training, meaning I will teach you 
what you are supposed to learn, and I will teach you what you are not supposed to learn. And by teaching you what you are supposed to learn, but ignoring what you are not supposed to learn, hiding it under a rug, it will not go away. My dog will never know that option is wrong. Can we use some common sense? Can we wake the fuck up? This is common sense. And for anyone, you are entitled to disagree because it is your right to disagree, but facts don't care about your feelings. If you want to quote a study, I can easily find somebody to rip that study apart. Me ripping it apart is just like the study is wrong. But if you want someone intellectual to rip it apart, there are many people that can rip apart these studies intellectually because they are wrong. Now we can also talk about people that are actually working in the field that actually get results in a quickly, efficient way. They will tell you it is wrong. So you've got the intellectual response, the real world response, and then we can also talk to owners who have followed our program and they will tell you they tried another way. They were tried reward only and they still couldn't get the results they wanted. Now, did they get results? Yes, they did. Of course you do. Anytime you do dog training, even half-ass dog training, you're going to get some results. But if you want to get all the results in a quickly, efficient way so you can actually enjoy your life with your dog, so you can actually stop all the unwanted behaviors which are keeping you from having the best life with your dog, you, you know you need to apply a well-timed punisher. And that word is not a bad word. This conversation is not a bad conversation. It is not dog abuse, the farthest thing from it. People that say it, it is, frankly, how do I say this politically correct and scientifically? You're a fucking idiot. I believe that is a term that is taught in school. You're a fucking idiot. Ask any teacher, and ask them how many times they would love to say that to their students. Many times. Because they're just gabbing off on things they've heard, but never done. And that's exactly what this is. People gabbing off about things they've heard, but have never done. And then you find someone like me or someone else who's done it thousands of times, tens of thousands of times. I've applied well practice well-timed punishers tens of thousands of times to stop unwanted behaviors in dogs over the last 20 years. And all I am seeing is incredible long-term results. Long-term results. So, remember, absolutely, we do reward-based training to train wanted, you know, behaviors. And we have applied well-timed, well-practiced,
practice, which we teach, by the way, punishers, which a lot of people don't even know what that is. They don't even know what it looks like. They don't know what it is. They think of the worst thing in the world. They think you beat your dog. I'm like, really? You can use a water bottle if it's effective. Squirt, squirt. That's a punisher. That's just the facts. That's just how it is. And why more trainers are not talking about it in a simple way, I don't know. But if we all use common sense, it sort of makes sense too. Not, not feelings, not emotions. Just think about it. Huh. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It does, without inserting anything about the feelings of the dog, the feelings of the human. Ooh, but I have a hard time doing it. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Oh, the dog didn't like it. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Frankly, if you have a hard time doing it, tough, get over it if you want results. Oh, the dog's upset. Really? Sorry. So sorry you can't bark out my front window anymore. Sorry to take away your daily fun. Maybe we'll teach you how to play tug. Maybe we'll teach you how to play chuck it. Maybe we'll teach you how to swim. Maybe we'll go for a bike ride with you. Don't worry. I got fun aplenty. But no, they're trying to pass laws. You can't apply a punisher in any form to your dog. It's not even an e-collar conversation. It's not a tool conversation. It is a concept conversation. Rumble. Good morning, everyone. Everyone is feeling. Hope everyone is feeling rested and ready for the day. Hell oh, yeah! Instagram. How are you, Instagram? What do we got on Instagram uh, from Jack Salty. Whoa! Mini educator changed our dog's life. Yes, dog training changed our dog's life. I would like to point that out. Mini educator is just a communication tool. You still need to know what to do, which is easy enough to find out. Number one, there's tons and tons of how to. Um, videos out there. There's an owner's manual. We've got full courses at Solid Canine Academy. Go to Solid Canine Academy. You can see we've got full courses, start to finish. How to train your dog. Everyone says good morning, Beth. Uh, did I miss it? No. Good morning, Beth. Good morning, no, Beth. You didn't. Beth says thanks. Brittany, good morning, good morning, Sid. Good morning, everyone. Avi, good morning, good morning to everybody. Terry says, nope about it, seeing it done. Uh, Stuggle Buns, I definitely tried to hold distract them with treats and look at me. Yeah, that's a, that's a common practice. That's a common thing. I see it all the time. It's being taught. 
interrupt bleacher activity and didn't work at all. Prong power, proper correction. Yes. It's not going to work. You will not eliminate the behavior, the unwanted behavior. Has it worked sometimes in the field? Sometimes? Sure. But tomorrow, you still got it. The goal is to stop the behavior. Then the goal is to be able to pass on that knowledge to the owner. Or the goal is for everybody in the family to be on the same page and get the same results. But people that are only doing reward only, they truly know deep down inside. Some of them don't because some of them are so indoctrinated. They know it doesn't work. How could they not? Every time they tell someone to do it, it doesn't work. When they do it, it doesn't work. Fugelbond says, I tried the positive way approach for months. Broad power and proper training worked to improve the Yes. Bingo. A couple months, some people do a couple years with no results, and you can get it in, in one session. In one session. And why? And that's how you. And then you can just keep reinforcing the wanted stuff. That is what people don't understand. People don't understand that, like, it's not just a punishment fest. There's a lot of great stuff that goes along with it. Um, Carrie says, even with high value treats, it doesn't work. Of course not. Food goes out the window, and that's assuming your dog has any type of food drive. What do you do with a dog that doesn't even take food from you? Now you can't even use food as your reward system. And anybody that's been training dogs knows that there's many dogs out there that don't take food. Um, Beth Bryce says, my pit bull will just see me pick up the water bottle and will stop. So Beth, you're watering down your command. You're, 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 so we don't advise that. Make sure you say no. If your dog is doing something you don't want, say no and deploy the water bottle. If that's what it is. But an e-cow is going to be even more effective because of your timing. Don't threaten the dog if it's doing something wrong. If you don't stop, I'm going to use this tool. Nope. If, if they made a mistake, it's no and then punisher. Or all you're doing is watering down the command and you're truly not stopping the command just to let you know. Got it? Apply the punisher. Apply the punisher. Everyone says, uh, without corrections, my German Shepherd would never have made it to service dog level training. We need, need a way to communicate um, what he couldn't do. Exactly. And everybody thinks that, oh, well, if you had to do that, he can't be a service dog. The people that say that are just ignorant. Ignorant to how service dogs are trained. They're totally ignorant. Service dogs are trained with rewards and punishers. F-Y-I. F-Y-I. Uh, Beth says, okay, just follow through then. Yeah, 100%. You have to follow through. If you don't follow through, the dog will not take you seriously. If you truly want to eliminate the behavior, you need to follow through. Fully strong. Our shelter is the top of the worst. Can you refer me to a volunteer who successfully put together a presentation program to sponsor you? No. 
Nope. I try to tell people that if they can't figure out that it's not working. So, so Billy Strong, are you the only one that feels your shelter is the worst? Or does everybody else there understand that it's the worst? Because all those dogs can be easily trained and rehabbed. Maybe reward volunteers who raise a thousand dollars to be part of the program, seeing 2024 events in Phoenix. So pull them together. Do you have a do you have a um, do you have a uh, uh, an area? Do you have an area that, that we can do a seminar in? Is there a room that we can do a seminar in? But yeah, that's but shelters. I normally don't work. I don't usually work with shelters because they don't they don't believe in actual training and rehabbing the dog. As you've stated, it's the worst. They, they, rather, they choose to be ignorant. Now, wait a minute, more than happy to talk to you. More than happy to talk to you. But people have got to understand, and the conversation out there with all these people hating on the word punishment, and all these people saying you're not working, getting to the core of the issue, and all these other cut and paste responses that everybody loves to spew out, that everybody loves to spew out. It's just all garbage. It's all garbage. Somebody was on our podcast last night um, and they said, what do you feel about uh, littermate syndrome? And I said, I think it's bullshit and I don't believe in it. And I can prove prove it to you because we eliminate it, and we see the same behavior with non litter mates. Now, 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 what are you going to do? What is litter mate syndrome? And I'll just prove it for you right in front of your eyes. And then she was telling me about how there's a litter mate syndrome Facebook page, and everybody is pretty much says you're fucked. You have to either give away a dog or put down a dog. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine there's a Facebook group out there that says, if your dog, your dogs have littermate syndrome, you should kill one of them. Could you imagine that? Why aren't these people being boycotted, shut down, getting 600 to 1,000 emails a day? calling them dog killers. Why? I bonked a dog to stop to stop a behavior, and I've done that thousands of times, but there's a video, we show videos of me bonking dogs, and all I get is, and I get, I get those death threats, I get those thousand emails, I get all those comments. So I'm fixing the behavior. They're recommending killing a, an easily trainable dog Nobody says anything. I don't believe in littermate syndrome. I think it's a crock of bullshit. And I'll prove it. Anybody that says that there is littermate syndrome, I'll prove you wrong. Why? Because I'll stop it. Easily stop it. Easily stop it.
Um, ta -da, ta -da, ta -da, ta -da, ta -da. Lindsay, um, I can't get my dog's arousal down, especially in the car. He holds it down, stay, but all he does is whine and cry because he's so excited. He kind of just gets him more aroused and he doesn't really seem to care about the bonker. And then when I release him out of the car, he screams because he's so excited. It's embarrassing. I can't bonk in public and he kind of gets more arousal. What do you suggest um, to cut down the arousal in the car if nothing else seems to work? Um, I suggest you, you schedule a one on one with me and I'll walk you through it step by step. It's a step-by-step -step process, but we fix that all the time. We just did it with the schnauzers, and we showed it. We showed it live. What you can also do is you can buy the go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, purchase the four the four pack of all four courses. It's it's just one little button you push, and it comes with coaching. And it comes with coaching. Where you can ask even more questions. So it's live, face to face, voice to voice coaching. Two dogs and a dude. Good morning, good morning to you. Obviously, that's fucked up. You're about to kill the dog. Death before even trying. Yeah, death before dying is huge. Jeff, what about people who say you shouldn't own two females? I have two females, no issue. I feel like it's BS. Um, I will say that two females are the highest chance of a dog fight. I've owned two females in the past. Many, many multi-female. I think, I think the bottom line is everything depends on not not everything. Ninety-nine percent of things depend on the owner. But if you're gonna have a fight, two females are pretty up there. That can be challenging if you don't know what you're doing. But I've owned many multiple female um, dogs at a time. Um, uh, let's see anything on Instagram. Over on Rumble says, uh, oh shoot, hold on. Weren't the dogs in cast to control litter mates? Yeah. So not just chaos to control, but in all in all the courses. In all the courses that we did. Yep, they were. Why does my camera angle look weird on Rumble? Which camera's Rumble on? All right. Um, yeah, they were litter mates. They are they are they are litter mates. So and we showed our work with those dogs. Let's see, Instagram, um, let me know BS for your logical approach to training. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, that's how I am. That's how it is. That's, that is how it is. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just speaking the truth. All I'm doing is speaking the truth. All right, everybody, time to go. Um, two dogs and a dude. I told this lady at the park that I could fix her dog from pulling in 15 minutes. I would do it for free because two months ago and today she asked me if I would help. That's great. Yeah, it's not that hard to do. Whatever you see, whatever you see, um, uh, whatever you see, that girl was out offering help. Sabrina, hi Jeff, new to the channel. Oh, welcome. How are you? Um, but ooh, where did you go? But your videos have really inspired and empowered me to use punishment on my resource guarding chief. But yeah, we we stop resource just to let you know. Sabrina, we stop resource guarding in one session. We eliminate it. 
We've got some free videos on YouTube. And then we also have a course, a resource guarded course at Solid Canine Academy. We stop, eliminate resource guarding in one session. In one session. And we don't switch it out for something better. That's how you would teach your dog to resource guard, FYI. If I wanted my dog to resource guard more, I would do that whole switch things, the whole switch thing. Uh, two dogs and a dude, I don't think I can fix her. I know I can't help the dog, but she won't even take him out of the harness. Okay, then don't, then don't help. Then don't help then. Then tell her, then tell her good luck with her journey. Good luck with your journey. But if she actually wants, if she actually wants the behavior stopped, well then, what stop it? It can be, it can be stopped. I mean, you've seen her for the last two months, and this could have been stopped that day that you saw her. It's not that hard to do. Sabrina says, "Thank you, you're welcome." All right, everybody, madly in love with all of you. Gotta go, and uh, take everybody uh, tomorrow. I will see everybody tomorrow. Don't forget, go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. The go-home session was released yesterday. That is up, and um, that is the go-home session of the two schnauzers. Everything we've did, we've done fully transparent right there for you. All right. Take care, everybody. Madly in love with you.